Bethlehem. Tonight, by the end of this message, you will know what the word Bethlehem means. To set this up, first of all, I need to know if there is someone named Beth in the house. Do we have a Beth in the house? People are looking around. Do I see a Beth? There's somebody's pointing to a Beth. <laughs> great, great, wonderful. So Beth in Hebrew means house. So when you see a word in the Bible like Bethel, it means house of God. But I still haven't told you what Bethlehem means, right? I'm teasing you. It's going to get there just a little bit. But Beth means house. I need to show you what Bethlehem looks like, the house of God that sits over the traditional place where Jesus was born. If we can see that first slide, please. So this is the church of the nativity. This is the inside. Does this look like place where Jesus was born, do you think? Huh? No? Okay. Let, let's go downstairs because oh, this is the traditional site where they said Jesus was born. It's down underneath the church. What do you think about that? Does that look like a, a, a cave? Huh? Stable, manger, all that? No. All this gold and candles and light and everything like that? No. So right next door is a church called Catherine the Great, and it kind of preserves, I think, what it might have been like for Mary and Joseph giving birth. There's a cave that's still there, and uh, they maintain that. And I've been here three times, and th this gives me more an impression of what it was like, maybe. I know we've sanitized it all up and cleaned it all up, but it was, it was you know, a cattle stall, all right? So, uh, and the manger is uh, filled with hay, yeah, but it was a cattle trough. That's where they ate their food, all right? So... There still are shepherds out in the field today. I'm not making this up. I mean, there's still uh, hills there and pasture land, and you can see shepherds right there in the hills of Bethlehem. I still haven't told you what Bethlehem means, but we'll get there, all right? Stay with me just a moment. Beth means house, and we've seen uh, some houses of worship and the house, uh, a place where Jesus was born, uh, some people made room for him, right? Uh, no room in the end, but uh, he can be born in a stable. Seems like Jesus always identifies with the lowliest, with the most vulnerable amongst us. Do, do you have a home? Do you have a home? Do you have nice houses? Do you? Nod, yeah. So I, I've got to meet uh, a family last week. It was actually one week ago today that I held a memorial service right here. I stood right here because... Uh, in one week's time, this woman named Linda, her mother had died, and six days later, her son had died. Yeah, tough, tough. Uh, hadn't had that too many times in my ministry, doing a double memorial service at the same time. So the mom's name is Linda, her husband is Tony, and they had a son who died named Gordy, who was 31 years old. But Gordy had some health issues, so he, even though he was 31, he was functioning about like a six or seven-year-old. And I was asking some of you as you came in, how, if you were six or seven, can we see those six and seven-year-olds? You said that you would raise your hands for me. when. So we have some amongst us here, six and seven-year-olds. So Gordy, though he was 31, acted like a six or seven-year-old. And they were telling stories about this family. They lived on the streets for just a lot of their lives. Cardboard boxes, okay? Um, 
Tony said, the father said, that sometimes he would get a job and he would earn a little bit of money and they would be able to stay in a motel for a few nights and then the money would run out and they'd have to check out. And what is checkout time in a motel? Noon, noon, yeah. So Gordy got used to this. Um, living in cardboard boxes, living in motels, and having to check out at noon sometimes. Have you heard of mobile loaves and fishes here in Austin? Mobile loaves and fishes? Some of you work for mobile loaves. If you've done, you've driven the truck, made the meals. Yeah, yeah. So they have their offices right here at Westlake United Methodist Church. We're so happy that we can do that. Mobile loaves and fishes was able to get a home for Tony and Linda and Gordy. And by home, I mean a small trailer house. I'm not talking any big, you know, double wide kind of thing. I'm talking about a space about like the choir loft up here, okay? That was about the size of their, their trailer house. The first night Tony, Linda, and Gordy, Gordy spent in the trailer house, Gordy then wakes up in the morning, he starts dressing, and he says, and what time do we have to check out? And mom and dad said, no, this is our home. Isn't it great to have a home? Isn't it, isn't it wonderful to, yeah. Bethlehem, house of what? It means house of bread. That's what Bethlehem means. Will you say that with me? House of bread. We have a Bethlehem. We have a house of bread. And Jesus the Christ, he comes to identify with the most lowly, the most vulnerable, and says, come home, I, I'm with you. You don't have to check out at, at noon. Some of you haven't had the sacrament of communion in a long time, maybe ever. I'm here to tell you tonight, we have a house of bread. We have the sacrament of communion for you tonight. And it doesn't matter if you've had communion two or three times this week or if you've never had it. You're all welcome here in this house of bread. We'll give you a little piece of bread and dip it into the cup and you can share in that communion, that community with Jesus that lasts forever. Isn't this wonderful? We have a home, house of bread. Some of you find it difficult to be here tonight. You've just hate it when people say to you, Merry Christmas, because it cuts like a knife in you, because you don't feel merry at all. You've had a grief, family member that's died, a friend that's died. You lost your business. Some tragedy has happened to you, and Merry Christmas doesn't cut it. I'm, I'm saying, come home tonight. We have a house of bread for you. You can be fed here. You're welcomed here. Some of you are a little bit afraid of being in worship tonight. I always hear that about Christmas and Easter. People say, I'm afraid the walls of the church are going to fall down. I, I, I haven't been in church in so long, you know, I'm afraid the walls are going to fall. I'm saying, come home. There's a house of bread for you here. You're all welcome here. What does Bethlehem mean? Come home. I'll be home for Christmas. That's the good news I have to share with you this night. Amen.